once again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Unmade Bed. I'm not sure what episode it is, actually. I've sort of lost count, but... Yeah, something. It's, it's most most shows when you get into a second year say, "Well, it's the second season, episode one." There you go. Something like that. So, yeah, yeah. And Have we not recorded one since the new nope. year? Nope. Well, there you go. Mm. Anyway, I'm Adrian. That's my wife, Bree. Say hello, Bree. Hello, Bree. And we hope that you all had a safe, uh, safe and wonderful festive season. It was pretty good for us. Santa came as he always does. Didn't do us wrong. No. Mm. Uh, Brie flagged today that she wanted to particularly talk about a new song, a song that's only been out for, I think, a fortnight. The video's only been up for eight days, and it's already number one in Australia, and it's the number one trending music video on uh, on YouTube. And that happens to be the brand new song, Flowers, by Miley Cyrus. The microphone is yours. Take it away. Or you want to ask me questions? Well, look, <clears throat> I would say, look, I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Miley Cyrus fan. Mm. To a, uh, not, not, I guess not for a yeah. long time, but her, her, her last album that she released mm. year, about two years ago, mm-hmm. Plastic Hearts. Um, I thought was a was a really really good album because mm-hmm, she's starting to work with some. Producers, with yes, Fred. she's starting to work with some great producers and mm. and um, co songwriters and mm. um, look, I, I, and I love, I guess I, I love Miley's voice. She's got that kind of smoky mm-hmm. sort of voice going on. I started started out. to see some some sort of videos, some songs of hers. She she did a cut like a, a cover of Mazzy Star that yeah. was r- exceptional and. Um, yeah, and I sort of I get yes, I you know I'm I'm not normally into a lot an awful lot of pop music, but I um I was very drawn to Miley Cyrus and I really in, liked her her recent album. Mm. Um, she sounds a bit like Lana Del Rey at the start of the song, actually. It's that similar husky sort of. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> that sort of. Anyway, to the content of the song, it's basically a three minute forty second fuck you to her ex husband Liam Hemsworth. Yes. Um, there's no other way about it. There is. No punches pulled. Um, she's in there and all that. I mean, female empowerment is, you know, a big message that comes out of the song. Mm. Um, but uh, I was actually reading uh, before we recorded this, um, apparently there's lots of um, symbolism and things in the music video which are done very deliberately. In other words, costumes being worn that someone may have worn when they were not being quite as um, committed to the marriage yeah. kind of thing. Um, I believe the video was actually recorded in, allegedly, a uh, mansion where Liam cheated on her 14 times. Oh, 14. Okay, so, yeah. yeah so. You've seen different, had you? No, 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 no. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, that's a very specific number. Uh-huh. To... Yeah, so it's just symbolism, 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 and the overall message... Mm. Sort of once she gets through the fuck you Liam Hensworth kind of thing is um, um, power to women kind of yeah yeah look and and look I I I get that and obviously it's it currently with I guess Taylor Swift's most recent album is mm-hmm. is the the sort of fuck you men kind of thing is well she, that's is, every album by Taylor Swift well it is kind of yeah but 
But then it, it surprises me that, that this, that Miley Cyrus then has actually, I mean, she's the, she, the Spotify said it's, it's the most streamed song on mm-hmm. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess possibly, you know, I guess Taylor Swift's probably been streamed more across mm-hmm. different um, formats, but uh, mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it just surprises me that after, you know, a whole album of Taylor Swift that it's then Miley who comes out and, and gets the, the the top spot mm. in the in the fuck you yeah. kind of. But it, and and listening to the song, I guess I'm I was curious because it's a, it's it, look it's a good song. I, mm-hmm. I, I like the song. Mm-hmm. I've, I've caught myself singing the song after listening to it a couple of times. So obviously it's very catchy. Mm. Um, but also I would argue that. There's a couple of songs on Miley's last album that mm-hmm. are probably better mm-hmm. that didn't quite get to the same, mm. especially um, the song Midnight Sky, which mm-hmm. she, which was released and she also did like a mashup with mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks because mm-hmm. the song was mm-hmm. kind of almost a copy of Edge of Seventeen. But, mm-hmm. So, um, look to give Miley credit. I think when her Hannah Montana days ended, that not many people predicted that she would still be doing music right now at the level of star power that she's got. Yeah. So, all credit to Miley. Yeah. Whoever would have thought that the most successful of the Cyruses would not be Billy Ray. Well, that's right. Billy Billy only had the one. Yeah. Sort of, I mean, I, I don't know that you'd quite call him a one-hit wonder. But I think he uh, did have a couple of other sort of minor... He had a minor hit that made about 25. Yeah. But... Yeah, sort of really one album, one single, but that's enough for him. <clears throat> but yeah, Miley seems to have managed to shake her her Disney, her, oh, yeah. her Disney start to yeah. uh, to be a, a serious yeah. artist. And this latest video for Flowers Leaves. <laughs> if you want to know where Miley Cyrus's tattoos are, watch the video because <laughs> they're all there and they're all on display. Yeah, unless she's got one or two tattooed on a cooch. Probably. <laughs> wouldn't put it past her because <laughs> i mean and and the, in the the she released a live album mm-hmm. last year mm. that, that's also very good where she and i think the most streamed song off that mm. that live album is her cover of like a prayer mm. and you listen to it and you, it's very <laughs> you know mm. um you can see it's it's wearing her influences right on her you know, her influence are clearly Madonna, Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of um, strong female yep. pop mm-hmm. artist influence. But hmm. Right, well, that's covered Miley off. Is there anything else that's come across your radar over the bridge during the past week? You're not following the Prince Harry, Prince William, Harry and Meghan? <laughs> Um, I, as, as, well, as you would be aware, but listeners may not be aware, I'm, I'm quite a, a royalist. Yes. Um, I was a big fan of the Queen, mm-hmm. and I'm also a big fan of Prince Charles, which is King probably Charles. in, sorry, yes, there we go. Mm. Um, a big fan of King Charles, mm. um, who, which I'm in a sort of more, a way more minor mm. category there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, he has... He does some great things, particularly for the environment. This is King Charles you're talking about. Yes, I'm talking about King Charles. Yeah, uh, you know when went back when he was Prince Charles, mm-hmm. his his work of choice was uh, tended to be all you know environmentally mm. 
driven and, you know... Because um, his Duchy of Cornwall, which is where actually a lot of his revenue came from yeah. while he was which is a very of Wales. a rural area it's a rural area England. and yes and he pr- produces i think it's like jams and and things like that jams and bottled things yeah 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 and and you know i'm some i'm also a, a reasonable fan of of camilla um which is probably even a more mm-hmm. more of a minority than mm-hmm. than being a, a fan of king charles mm-hmm. um She's also done some some really good charity work, and mm. to 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 me also, you know, given given the circumstances, she's always been sort of kind of happy to be in the background. She's never tried to to do anything more than that, mm. and you've got to give her credit for for that. Mm. Well, we learned this week that Harry doesn't like her that much. No, Harry does not like... Well, and I can understand that. You know, being, I guess, being a child of divorce mm. myself, there's there's a de- definite tendency to not like, mm. you know, the stepmother slash stepfather in, mm. the, in the situation, so... And that the situation doesn't apply to you because you get on very well. I get well. on very well with my stepmother, yes. yes. So, mm. Um wasn't always 100% the case, to be mind you. So. Well, yeah, and, you know, when, when you're only in your early teens when, you know, your mum and dad get divorced and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and that's the same thing with Harry. He was, what, yeah. 12 or something when, when Diana... Something, yeah, I can't remember. Well, he was... He, I don't was, think he, he was young. I don't think he was even 10 when they separated. Yeah. And he was only, like, yeah, 12 when she died. About, so. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I can, I can see, from, you know... But, yeah, I'm not going to read the book um, because probably apart from anything, I don't see the need to read the book because all the good stuff's been in the news anyway, mm-hmm. so mm. why waste 25 bucks mm. Mm. on the book? Mm. I went delving into my usual files of my favourite music years of 1984 and 1988, but not really, nothing, nothing good to report from... Mid to late January in those years. Oh, does that mean we can hit the nineties? It does. Nineties um, is my favourite decade. So yes, okay. Well, this is actually the chart from this week in nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Show us what you got. Okay. Uh, there's some interesting debuts this week back in nineteen ninety. Alana Miles, Black Velvet, mm-hmm. debuted at number forty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, All Around the World by Lisa Stansfield uh, debuted at 27. That's mm-hmm. not a bad song. Uh, Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith jumped up from 38 to 23. So that was on its way to eventually getting top spot for a week. You don't like that song, do you? What, Janie's Got a Gun? Yeah, you've... I've got to be in the mood. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, compared to Dude Looks Like a Lady or yeah. some of their other stuff. Now, the song that I can't stand of these is Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Oh, well, yeah. That's yeah. just dross. <laughs> um, so, top ten. Number ten up from 17 was Bad English, When I See You Smile. Yeah. One of the hair bands of the late 80s, early 90s. Number nine up from 13, Peter Blakely, Crying in the Chapel. <laughs> he was supposed to have a massive career after that song. And yeah. Poof, I think he might have had one or two more singles that made the top 50, but hmm. that was it. Um, 
Number eight up from nine, Technotronic featuring Philly. Pump up the jam. Yeah. Yes. Of course, the woman who appears in the music video is not the woman who sings the song. The woman who yeah. sings the song is Yakid K, who you then see in the video for Get Up Before the Night Is Over. But that's getting into early 90s dance music. Uh, well, no. that wasn't uncommon at the time to have mm. to have the music video fronted by someone else. Yes. Uh, ironically, Millie Vanilli's in this chart somewhere. Right <laughs> Speaking of. Number 15, Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You. Okay. Yeah. Uh Number seven down from five, If I Could Just Wear This Gaffer Tape by Sure. Yeah. Yep. On its way up. Uh, number six, We Didn't Start the Fire, Billy Joel. That was starting to make its drop down the chart after, yeah. its, uh, after its run. Number five, up from six, Blenda Carlisle, Leave a Light On. When you talk about her top ten singles around the world and in Australia, Leave a Light On is normally one of the ones that gets left out. Yeah. Because it's the same album that Summer Rain's on. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Number four, up from eight, Black Box, right on time. Mm Mmm. And number three, down from two, Martika, I Feel the Earth Move. Another girl who, sorry, girl, woman, who was projected to have, you know, a massive stellar career. And I think she did her second album... Martika's Kitchen, I think, was produced by Prince, and Prince wrote some of the songs. Rings a bell, yeah. Um, and she just died in the ass. Yeah, I do remember though. Nineteen ninety uh, might have been when the the Newcastle earthquake. Yes, happened. That, that was December that year. Yeah, yeah, and of course, I feel. Guess what there. song they were playing on the radio? Yeah. Uh, around that time. Uh, number two, Debbie Harry, I Want That Man. Yeah. Good song, underrated a bit, I think. Uh, because people tend to play Blondie before they'll play any of her solo work. Yeah, but I mean, apart from Heart of Glass, number, being number two must have been the, the next best Blondie song. Mm, yeah, I'd have to look it up. Oh, Rapture, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Apart from, yeah, maybe Rapture, but. Anyway, number anyway. number one this week back in nineteen ninety, the B fifty twos Love Shack. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Mm. It's one of those songs that was really great in the nineties and now when you hear it replayed on radio it's a bit yeah, yeah. I've had you know the second I've had enough of this song to last at least thirty years. <laughs> the second single, a song called Rome, which made about number twelve, is a much better song. Yeah. It does that still get some airplay from time to time? Yeah, I heard it on the radio driving back from the northwest coast a few weeks ago. So it's a, it's a, and it's it showcase. I mean the um, the vocals are much better on that song. Yeah, from the girls. From yeah. the girls, it's they're they're very very good vocalists. Mm. Sort of they've sort of relegated to mm. background. Mm. Good fo- good uh, good. Um... I completely lost what I was going to say there. Yep. <laughs> good singers, good hairdos. Oh, well, yes. The the old beehive hairdos, yes. Mm-hmm. Although it was only Cindy, I think, was the only one that had one by the time they got to this album. Kate Pearson just had sort of shoulder-length sort of brown hair. Anyway. Yeah. You're staring at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, anyway. While all this recording's been going on, we've now got two cats sleep on my bed. Actually, no, one cat's asleep on my bed. 
the other one is licking his balls. Yeah. Charming. Absolutely. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, that'll just about wrap it up for this week, the first episode of the new season of The Unmade Bed. Who knew we'd make it this far? Well, I mean, yes. I don't know if anyone's listening at this Mm -hmm. point still, but... uh... I, we can just keep recording it and see what sticks. Mm, mm. Yeah, but no, one of these days, some huge producer might stumble across it on the back box of the internet and go, hey, these two guys have got a bit of a rapport. Yeah, we mm. need to say something controversial so that news.com.au picks it up and mm. and runs with it mm. like they do with everything that Abby Chatfield ever says. Mm. <laughs> He's still licking his balls. Anyway... We might stop recording this so we can watch him lick his balls some more. That's it for this week in the Unmade Bed. I'm Adrian. Say goodbye, Bree. Goodbye, Bree. And we'll catch you soon for another episode.